Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. The Music Friday Live team is off this week, so we are providing you with a classic Music Friday Live program from July 1st of this year, featuring a conversation with R&B and blues keyboard star Bob Malone and with the most interesting woman in pop music, Ari. Now, the show's not live today, so don't call in. We will return live to the air next week with Militia Vox and her brand new album. Enjoy. We appear to be having uh, some technical difficulties, and uh, my engineer tells us that uh, the uh, show will be available in about one minute, so don't go away. In the meantime, just let you know that we are off this week. Uh, radio people get a vacation occasionally, too. But we're going to be coming back next week with uh, Militia Vox. She's got a new album out. You all remember Militia. She's the black queen of heavy metal from New York City. And she's also really good on, on the radio. She's a, a very, very fun guest. So she's going to be joining us. And uh, we actually, I think, have been told that we're going to have a second uh, hot guest with her. Um, Omar Al Hindi. Omar Al Hindi combines um, rock and and uh, Eastern um, uh, Middle Eastern music, and uh, he is uh, really something. He's uh, uh, I don't think I've ever heard anything like him before. So you're, next week you're going to get uh, Militia Vox and Omar Al Hindi and. Luck is going to pop in and say hello to us. I think we may get both of them because they're a pretty hot duo. They're going to be in L.A. Uh, that week, and I asked them just to stop by and say hello. So um, next week's going to be a great show. Sorry we're um, holding you up on this on today's show, but uh, there seems to be some there, – there, apparently there is a technical communication problem between uh, – between our studio and Block Talk Radio, but uh, we have about 20 seconds before we'll be able to uh, start the program. It's a good thing I happened to drop into the studio because, you know, otherwise I would have been out doing vacation things. Uh, but uh, I just happened to drop by actually to get my glasses, which I, I, I left here. Okay, the engineer tells me that we are now ready to go. Are we ready to go, huh? Okay, and, and fortunately, this is not my engineer. It's an engineer from another another show, another studio who just dropped by to say, how come it's quiet in there? And uh, um, that's the reason why. So uh, we're going to uh, see if we can now make this happen. Uh, I certainly hope so. It would be kind of embarrassing if it didn't. Um, uh, I see. Okay, oh, he's gone. So I'm on my own. I've got about four or five more seconds here. Uh, what's happening is that we have to upload the uh, the old show, um, which I did earlier this week. Uh, we uploaded the old show. We did some edits on it. We added that introduction that you just heard. But um, uh, we set it for a podcast rather than for live play. And... Uh, um, as a result, it didn't run, <laughs> right? So for if you have to be listening. But uh, so we're re-uploading it. We do have a few more seconds. You know what you could do? You could just go to um, www, um, 
blogtalkradio.com slash music friday live or music friday and uh just download today's podcast okay but uh just so we we uh do what we said we were going to do i'm going to see if we can actually run the show now i wish i had my engineer here but um i don't so there it is oh he's telling me we can't do it nope you can't do it uh oh well wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute hold on Blog Talk Radio. There it is. Okay, enjoy. Bob Malone, the keyboard wizard, and Ari, the most interesting woman in music. It's Music Friday Live. Stay tuned because we're going to have a great, great show. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, brought to you by Solar City, your source for clean, sustainable energy. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. This is your show. These bands are here to talk with you. So call us, 347-215-7511, 347-215-7511, or you can email us. You can email your questions and your comments to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And I know a lot of you are going to do that. Keep in mind that this is a classic Music Friday, and you cannot email or call in because uh, we're not here. But you can enjoy the show. You can't call us, so you'll shoot us an email. So I want to welcome all of our podcast listeners, and I want to welcome our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and all their radio affiliates, and also to all of you listening to us on Stitcher or iTunes. And like I said, if you're listening live and have comments for our guests, call in 347-215-7511. If you're listening to a, on a podcast or a rebroadcast on one of our East Coast stations, email your questions to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. We will forward your questions to our guests so they can reply directly to you. Well, last night was a lot of fun. What was last night? Well, last night was the launch party for our new radio show, Musica Fusion LA. And actually, to say it properly, it's Musica Fusion LA. So um, we had a great, great time. I'm going to um, uh, we'll be posting some uh, some video later on this afternoon, and also a podcast. But in the meantime, we have a star with us. And, it, you know, it's kind of hard to, to know where to start with our next guest, Bob Malone. Uh, Bob has toured the world as a solo artist for two decades. That's right, two decades. And he has um, played keyboards with rock legend John Fogarty since 2011. Along the way, he's created a one-of-a-kind hybrid of rock and blues and New Orleans uh, rhythm and blues, and it, it's a very personal sound that only he can deliver, and he does it with a high-energy piano virtuosity and a really, really unique voice. He's from Virginia originally. He now lives in L.A., yay, L.A., and after time in New York City, New Orleans, and Boston, he's absorbed the musical energy of all those cities, and which is one reason why he writes and plays with such energy and, 
He can really synthesize all that together. He shared stages with Bruce Springsteen, Jackson Brown, Jimmy Buffett, Ricky Lee Jones, Dr. John, and many, many others. And and now you, you get to share the stage with him because he's here. Bob Malone, welcome back Friday Live. How's it going? It's going pretty well. Your, can you hear me your volume right? is a, a little low. Can you, <laughs> can, you can you turn up your Sorry. personal gain? Yeah, yeah. How, how about now? Oh, okay, that sounds pretty good. All right, well, Bob, cool. b- before uh, we get to your music and your tour and your ability to do, what, 100 solo gigs a year, I, I want to talk to you about the, the West Virginia Flood Relief Telethon, which uh, will be airing tonight in 20 states, and you apparently wrote a song for it and recorded it and shot the video and, and had it ready to go in, what, two days, three days? Yeah, yeah, Monday night, uh, my manager told me about it and said, hey, you want to, you know, uh, record a song? Well, he figured I'd, like, make a some sort of two-camera video of the song I already wrote and perform it, you know. And I got off the phone with him, and I, like, just started thinking about doing something actually for this thing, and this whole song came to me in an hour. Like, I was done with it on the drive home from the session I was at. And then, uh, so we had two days. And then, so the next day, I called all my people, and I'm like, can we record? And I was like, well, we got to get the piano tuned. We couldn't find a piano tuner. <laughs> so anyway, Wednesday, we recorded, made the video, the whole thing. Did the whole thing in one day. And uh, Thursday morning, we sent it over to the TV guys and, and got it in, like, right at the deadline. Wow. Uh, what, um, what what motivated it's, it's you? It's like a deadline for motivation. Well, yeah, there's that. But, but uh, yeah. uh, why this particular uh, telethon? Well, I mean, uh, I just, because my manager is, uh, he's from West Virginia. Oh. And uh, he's in D.C. now. So he, he uh, you know, this is a, Big deal to him, obviously. Yeah, and I just sure. played there. Like a couple of months ago, I was just there. And uh, it's been pretty underreported in the news. There's been so much other stuff going on. So, anyway, it just came about like it came about from that. Good for you. And, Good uh, for you. Anyway, well, and, uh, let me tell our, our listeners that uh, they that the that they can get full details. They can go to www.rebuildwestvirginia.com, and that'll also tell them if the telephone is showing in, in, in your state. And even if it's not showing in your state, you can still donate. You can text the word WV Floods, and you text it to 909999. That's 909999, and that'll allow you to make a $10 donation, or you can call them, 1-800-273-0511. They need to raise $10,000. That's their goal. And as of this morning, they just were almost on the edge of $2,000. So uh, why don't you join uh, Mr. Malone here in helping them out? Now, uh, Bob, you often use your music to help people. I I know you've got, you're doing another gig uh, next month at the Ibel Theater. You want to Tell us a little bit about that one. Yeah, that's uh, the Live the Dream tour. It's, uh, it's music in the schools, basically. We uh, a bunch of artists that 
that are participating in this. What we're doing this show at the Wilshire Bell Theater, and uh, that's basically a fundraiser to do this tour in which we'll go to schools and do workshops with the kids, music workshops. And then I guess the format is uh, go to two towns that are relatively, you know, two major market kind of cities that are relatively close together. And during the week, we'll do workshops, and then on the weekend, we'll do a theater concert in each town. And then move on to the next two towns. Okay. And, uh, yeah, this is a big deal to me. Like, music in the schools was, I mean, I wouldn't be sitting here now and successful at this without without my school music program that I was in. And, I mean, that really saved my life, and, you know, it, it was everything. And uh, I just went to my own high school to go when I was on the road in uh, in New Jersey. And I uh, I did a thing for them, for the kids there. And that was really, really awesome. It's really great. Well, you know, I've, I've just read a, uh, a piece, uh, I forget where I saw it, probably in the L.A. Times, that pointed out a, a recent study showed that studying music in, in school in, in the early grades can be one of the most valuable things that, pe- that young people can do in predicting their success in their other studies and in the rest of their life. So you are right right in there, and you're a great example yeah, for that. Yeah, I mean, you know, like 99% of people who study music in school don't go on to be musicians, but it's, uh, it's, I think it's invaluable in either way. It's great for you. It is very much is, have, and, for, and you know, for those of you, those of you who want to look a little further, you might take a look at the book. This is your brain on music, and it tells you all the wonderful ways in which your your brain is made even better by music. Well, you have just returned from a solo tour in Europe, and I notice you already have a pretty energetic schedule laid out, starting uh, in Canada in July. Um, did you get any downtime to write songs while you've been at home, or are you just sort of collapse and vegetate for yeah. a while? Uh, yeah, I've actually been writing songs. Uh, this year has been a little light. Last year, was, I was on the road all year. It's a lot. It's a little too much. And then the beginning of this year, January and February, was just more of the same. And so I've, I planned to forcibly take March off. <laughs> which I did, and that has allowed me to, you know, appreciate this anew. So I've, I've, uh, I've you know, April I, I did I did about two weeks of solo tour dates, and May I did a bunch of Fogarty tour dates, and this month I just did a week up in Northern California, solo tour dates. Yeah. And then, yeah, next so next month it, it all starts. Again, is it next month already? Is it is it July yet? Uh, today is the first of July. Okay. So this month <laughs> we go to Canada, <laughs> and then we have the, the the Wilshire Bell show, and then we have and then uh, and then I go to Italy, so to do solo dates, Italy and Switzerland for two weeks. Almost well, that doesn't sound too, too bad. At least, at least I I hope not. Um, no, it's great. The food is <laughs> Well, you know, uh, uh, I want to play a song that's not exactly new, but it's, uh, I love it, and it's actually on your most recent album. This is Toxic Love. 
That is, uh, at least in my terms, that is a real gut grabber. And, and uh, the, the chorus is kind of self-fulfilling. I'm addicted to your toxic love. Well, yes, I am. I can, it's on my most frequent playlist. So tell us about that and also about the, the, the DVD that, that goes along with it. Oh, yeah. So it's Mo, that's from Mojo Deluxe, which is my last record. came out in the summer of 2015 and uh, got a lot of really great reviews. And uh, I did a very nice interview to promote it with you, sitting in my car in a parking lot in Austin, Texas. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was on the road. I was on the road that whole year. <clears throat> and uh, and then we did Mojo Live. Is, uh, we recorded a show at a, a small theater here in L.A. Uh, that's last year as well with the band, most, most of the band that played on that record. Can I say record? CD, <laughs> collection <laughs> of downloadable MZ3s, <laughs> streamable collection of songs, whatever you want to call it. Um, but, but you know, he, really great concert DVD, and so those are both out, and uh, I'm happy about, really happy about both. You know, you, you bring up a, a good point, and that is we all still say records, uh, even though they aren't, right. they're very seldom ever records. Although I noticed that this year, for the first time in a long time, vinyl actually outsold CDs. Did you notice that? Yeah, vinyl's fast. I did vinyl on my last uh, record, and that really was a record. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been steadily resurging. And uh, it's a pretty big deal now. It's funny, I get, you know, I'll do a show and somebody my age or older will come up and, you know, I grew up on records. Yeah, me and, too. And uh, with, their, with their kid in their tw- and the kids in their 20s or whatever, they'll say, uh, the, the parent will say, what is, why, why do you have records? Ridiculous. And the kid is like, I'll take two. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And this it's is despite the. People the, are really into it. <laughs> they are, and this is despite the demise of the, the television series. I mean, the thing is, if you can download stuff, and if you grew up with that, a CD is a pretty anticlimactic thing. You, you must be like, why buy that? Because you know, I can just down, I can just download this. And it's just this tiny disc thing, but a record, it's large, it's analog. If, it, if you put it on. You know, you get cool liner notes to look at that are not in six-point type squeezed onto it. Yeah, it's and an it experience. sounds better. You know, it was, it just, I, and it sounds, yeah, it sounds 
it sounds great. It's got a I mean, it's unique kind of like, wonderful. I was talking to people who are like records, you know, CDs are easier to maintain. CDs sound great, you know. I mean, put on a CD after listening to an MP3, and you'll be shocked at how much. Better oh, I know. I know. That's but, why I like yeah, to listen to the a certain, uh, uh, Records have a certain way of filling the room they play. I also find myself somehow more engaged. Like, I put it on, like, I could put on Pandora all day, and it's just kind of background music, but I, yeah. I put on a record. For some reason, I'm compelled to listen to it, maybe because I actually went over there and put it on a turntable. You know, right. and I know that halfway through, it's going to stop, and I have to go turn it over. experience. <laughs> <laughs> So it keeps me, you know, it keeps me remembering what's going on, and I spend, I tend to really listen. Well, we uh, speaking of, of really listening, I, I I'm going to give our audience an opportunity to listen to a different kind of a song from you. This is uh, this is Paris, and I love this song so much. It's so cinematic. City of light. that because uh well for a lot of reasons one it's a beautiful song and it's very cinematic and and i've also happened to have been there and had that same feeling uh, for the same reason but um it it shows your range too that you can do that kind of a song uh was that really written on a lonely night while you were on tour in paris yeah it really was uh you know previous to that every time i played paris my wife had come along because, you know, when you play Paris, your wife wants to come along. Damn right. So, right. That's just how that's just how the world works, you know. When you play <laughs> Iowa, not so much. Nothing against Iowa. I love playing Iowa. But, you know, your wife isn't like, oh, my God, I have to go. So, anyway, you play <laughs> Paris, you know. So, we always went together. So, this, the, you know, the, the year that I wrote this song, you know, I guess four, three, three, four years ago, I went and she couldn't go, so I was there by myself. And I stayed at the. There was a little hotel that we discovered, kind of off the beaten track there, near the catacombs over in that neighborhood. And uh, oh, sure. really nice little hotel, just very in this very Paris neighborhood. It wasn't like a real tourist neighborhood. It was just a really quintessential Paris neighborhood where they were all going about their business. You know. The butcher was right around the corner. He'd stand there, and he's like, you know, in his trench coat, and he'd stand there. And when you, as you walk by, he's like, "Jambal, Jambal," <laughs> you know, and he had this big like a pork. Damn. Over there. You know? yeah. And there was an accordion shop, like on the same block. There's a shop selling accordions, bunch of little bistros, the whole thing. It was mm. really cool, and uh, we just felt like we discovered a spot no one that no one else knew about. So we always stayed at that hotel. So I stayed at that hotel by myself. And uh, I had, like, a room on the top floor, and you could walk out in this little, tiny little balcony and uh, look out and see all of Paris below. And uh, and I was 
during this tour, and I did the gig, and I had two days off before I moved on to Germany or wherever I went next. And so I was there for three days and oh. uh, alone. You know, yeah. you go to a restaurant alone and like, yeah. Ooh. Well, and like, you never go to a restaurant alone. alone. Yeah. Right. So, anyway. Uh, well, you incorporated that nicely. Uh, did you yeah. sing that song in any of your sets in Paris? Oh, uh, well, since then, yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this, I didn't do it in the uh, the show of, that happened when the song got written. Got written but, right after I did that. But now you do. But, but now I but do. Now you, and, and how did the Parisians react? Oh, they, they like it, you know. I, I imagine so. Okay. Paris is, is funny. I, you, know, you never know how much it, they understand the words that you're singing, you know. All right. When you're overseas. Well, <laughs> true. Uh, or, or even here sometimes. Um, yeah. Or, yes, even. I've heard worse <laughs> English spoken here than I've heard in many European countries. Well, of course, you're also talking to somebody who hosts a bilingual show in Spanish who doesn't speak Spanish, so um, I'm dealing with you that do? one. But, uh, wow. I do, yes. Good I, job. Yeah, Wednesday you afternoon. Do you learn the whole thing phonetically? <laughs> well, no, I, I have a, a, a co-host, uh, Diana Carolina, oh, who does Spanish. speak Spanish, but she'll be I interviewing think. a musician and right. uh, in Spanish, and they're talking Spanish, and then she'll throw it to me, and I'll ask a question, and he'll say, well, we just talked about that. Yeah, right, exactly. Yes, and you a couple of weeks ago, a... well, it, it's fun. A couple of weeks ago, yeah. we had a woman on, um, and who I know is not only a singer, but likes to cook, and I wanted to ask her about her kitchen, and I used the wrong <laughs> word. I asked her about her pig instead of her kitchen. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> so so there happens. it is. Anyway, well, let's get back to music here, or we could... Spend the whole time in Paris Kitchen. This is Looking for the Blues. many different kinds of blues do you play all of them i guess so i just kind of play my own bob malone kind of blues league you know i kind of the bastardized um hybrid of a bunch of stuff and uh you know the new orleans thing is a big influence on me so there's a lot of that you know most of my stuff that leans blues is uh is pretty much in that <coughs> pretty much in that vein you know, but, uh, you know, all those things, I just kind of hear them. I mean, I love that stuff a lot, you know, and, and 
I just kind of hear it and, you know, I, I listen to a lot of it. I still do, but, you know, especially when I was kind of forming my musical identity, I listened to lots of it and just absorbed it all, you know, all the different styles that I really liked. And, uh, and then I tried to just do something with them, but, you know, and it all got filtered through the rock and roll I grew up in. There's, you know, something about that that makes my playing the way it is. (laughs) It works. And I was, you know, a big jazz fan always. So um, there's there's that element in there too. So uh, I'm not not surprised. I can hear that too. We are talking with Bob Malone. We're talking about his uh, his recent album Mojo Deluxe. We're talking about his tour about Paris. Uh, We're talking about his lyrics and anything else that comes to mind. Uh, You can talk with him too. You can email him. You can email him at. our email address here, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. You can call us, 347-215-7511. And Ann, we just got an email in for you, uh, uh, Bob. And uh, this is from Marley in New Orleans. And he says, if you're going to do New Orleans blues, you have to add some brass. You ever have any right. brass in got, your band? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've always had a horn section, actually, in in my uh, in my band. And... Uh, I have tons of my stuff have have horns on it. That one you just played has brass. Right, so right. <laughs> so there you go. All right, yeah, Marley, it. there you go. Well, we have an, another email here correct. from New Orleans. Very, very important. Uh, I'm playing piano solo. Then, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, no, that's okay. No. Um, Nan, also in New Orleans, uh, has well, wants to know if you've ever played in Mardi Gras. During Mardi Gras quite a bit. I go play New Orleans every year. Um, actually, I haven't been this year yet. I, this might be the first year in a long time I don't make it there. But next year for sure. But I play, uh, I play. Uh, you know, usually come down there twice a year and play. And I played here in Mardi Gras. I played Jazz Fest. I played uh, yeah, just in the summer. <laughs> you know, that's, that's when you find out how much you really love the place. <laughs> Summertime is hot. And... Uh, <laughs> So yeah. Okay, and we have an email here from Austin. We have from Comet in Austin who said, "Your last show you were in Austin, and I guess by last show he means my last show when you called in from Austin." And he goes on to say, "Were you playing at South by Southwest? Do you ever play at South by Southwest?" Yeah, I played South by Southwest. It's been a while. I uh, I played a set for South by Southwest maybe five years ago at um, Thread. Threadgills, yeah. Do you like they it? Have that outdoor, they have that cool outdoor stage there. Yeah, it's great. I mean, there's so much going on. You almost don't, you almost even don't won't know what to pick, you know. It's like we played, and then uh, we played in the afternoon, and then I had the day, and I just kind of wandered up and down the street and caught all kinds of music. And That's uh, what it's all ran about. Ran into all these musicians that we knew. So, yes, yeah, so the, the big L.A. musician joke is, uh, I don't know if it's a joke, but all the musicians I know, I never see them here, but I always see, I run into them on the road. We have time for just one more song, and uh, we're going to end up with uh, I'm Not Fine. Here we go. Okay. You ask me how I'm doing, but you don't really want to know. You ask me how I'm feeling, as if I'd let my feelings show. You don't pretend to know, man, you don't know what got 
thought we were on. No, well, we we are on right now. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. uh, easily confused. You know, we're always on on this show. Anyway, anyway, we are out of time. I wanted to to get that one in because that is such a high energy. It's the kind of song that that makes me glad I have a long cord on my earphones because I can dance around in the studio. Right. Um, it's it to me. It's also the the perfect blues rejoinder to the. Uh, the, the how are you question when people ask you that. Yeah, um, pretty yeah, angry. Song, well, yeah. And it's I'm sure that's well. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> well, like I say, we are out of time. And uh, Bob, uh, thanks so much for coming back on. And I'm glad this time you didn't have to call from a cell phone in your car. Uh, sounds like you're much more comfortable. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm home. It's wonderful. Yeah, well, I really appreciate you taking the time, and I want to make sure all of our listeners out there know that your latest album is Mojo Deluxe, and you can get it at uh, Bob's store, which is at www.bobmalone.com, as well as all the usual places. And while you're at his store, if you're an artist, check out the sheet music for sale. This is a unique, has a wonderful collection of his sheet music there. You can take it home, and you can play Bob Malone. And, you know, it won't yeah. be quite the same thing, uh, but if, you know, you wear your Bob Malone T-shirt, which you can also get at the store. Nice tie-in. And at the same time, check out the tour schedule, Canada next month and back to the U.S. Don't forget, if you're in the Southland, get your tickets to the uh, his concert at the Wilshire Ebel Theater to raise money for Live the Dream. And, uh, and tonight's and, uh, West Save West Virginia Telethon, and uh, you can hear my new song. My new the song's called uh, uh, "The River Gives," and if you just Google Bob Malone, "The River Gives," you'll find a video on YouTube. It just went up. It got finished. I came home and put it up. It was all. Keep in mind that this is a uh, an. A, a classic Music Friday Live, and uh, all of these events have already happened. We're going to take a uh, we're going to take a break right now, and uh, when we come back, the most interesting woman in music, Ari, joins us. Don't go away. World Arts brings the entire music world together on one global stage. We give artists the tools to sell and license their music, interact with industry pros, and play live to a whole new audience. Wherever they are on their journey, we want artists to get paid for what they create. At World Arts, fans can discover new songs, get exclusive rewards, and crowdfund projects for artists. Brands can offer opportunities for artists to create original content that fans can instantly vote on and share. World Arts is the global music platform where we can all rise above the noise. Take your career to the next level. Discover new artists. At World Arts, it's all about the music. And we're back. We're back here at Music Friday. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. And, of course, we are our broadcast partner. You just heard about our broadcast partner, World Arts. We had our launch party for Musica Fusion LA last night. Packed the place. We had great music, great food. And we also had tequila tasting, too. That made things 
very good and gave me a headache this morning. But anyway, I'm again, I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. And of course, we would love to hear from you. You can call in. This is a classic uh, using Friday live. Uh, we were on vacation, so don't call in. Tom. Well, the Toronto born L.A. based singer, songwriter, artist, cultural provocateur, Ari, is, I think, one of the most interesting talents in the L.A. music scene, probably music scenes in a lot of places. And, of course, L.A. is crowded with interesting talent, but she stands out. Her voice is unique, and it's unapologetic. It's also healing, healing for her and for those who, who listen. She's educated in psychology. She has configured her music art and her presentation in a way that recognizes no genre line. She moves from entrancing alternative to hip-hop, and things that are just very personal and skilled. And then she adds electronic elegance. I've seen her live, and it, it's, it's really something. Her visceral songs touch you, uh, and they touch on topics from sexual abuse to cancer, as well as love and pain that we all experience in life. They transmit messages of hope, even while they talk about tragedy. She's just released her second single from her new album, her debut album, Tunnel Vision. And also she's got a new video out, which is stunning. And here she is. Ari, welcome Hello. to Music Friday Live. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. Wow. Said so many nice things. <laughs> well, you know, like I'm, I'm flattered and blushing. That, like Henry Kissinger used to say, they have the added advantage of being true. So, oh, thank you. Well, and as I said, I, I think you are one of the most interesting musical talents out there, and, and for a lot of reasons. I mean, your music is haunting, it's addictive, and, and, but most of all, because it makes me think. Now, how did training in psychology lead to music? I actually took psychology to figure out why my family was so messed up. <laughs> it was like, you know, I'm going to go in and, and figure this out. And it turns out there's no one answer. But I, I've always been interested in psychology for various reasons, one being that, two, because I suffered from a lot of anxiety growing up. And also I was a competitive figure skater, and I was interested in, in sports psychology. So at a young age, I would meditate and, like, do kind of, like, exercises of the mind to prepare myself for sport and I thought that would be interesting um, to maybe be in sports psychology but I was also running away from music because I've been doing music my whole life and um, I wasn't sure if it was for me at that time so that's why I delved more into psychology at school. Well you were a competitive skater, now that figure skater which is tremendously disciplined art. You, wow <laughs> I, I didn't know that about you. <laughs> Uh, which which tells me why you can be as disciplined as you are. Do you skate at all? No, I coached for a bit. My dream was to be an Olympic skater who skated to her own music. <laughs> so I've always uh, had big goals. Um, but I've coached for a bit. I still do music. I've skated to my own music um, to kind of complete my dream. Just wasn't at the Olympics. And uh, But, yeah, it's definitely a really disciplined sport. I think I got my discipline mainly from skating, not school, because I was kind of a bad kid at school. I didn't really pay attention. But skating was my, was my discipline, and it, it had, like, a real reward, because if you put that energy in and you really practice, you can land your jumps. And I, I went up to my triples when I was, like, 14 
and then I had an injury, and so that steered me away from getting back into it. You know, uh, artists often mine their own uh, their own lives for lyric material. Hello. And hello, are we still there? I'm not sure if I lost you. No, you didn't lose. Can you me. hear me? Uh, I can hear you just fine. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say that uh, artists um, often mine their own lives for lyric material. Oops, we did lose her. Um, we'll have to call her back. In the meantime, I'm going to play uh, Pretty Little Villains, which is one of the uh, wonderful songs off of this album. I woke up a bunch of dumb legs, Belvedere, plastic brown, and VIP. The eye of sweet suckers don't hypocrite them violate. You ain't right, ain't right. I see a bitchin' from your bed, doll. Another blonde, another kill, another broken heart. When it's down, you took a fall. I'm gonna be the back. Said it's right, ain't right. Oh, every girl's face did a pound of your flesh and lost. That is such an incredible song, and I've, I've, like I say, I've seen you do that song live. And you know, artists often mine their own lives for lyric material, and I assume you do some of that too. But you also look around the world and you see things that you just have to sing about, and apparently that's one of them. I, I believe that was about human traffic. Am I right there? Yes. Yes. Why? Um, well. To be honest, I was reading the news in Toronto and I read about this incident and of where a young girl was held in a hotel for a week against her own will and um, by traffickers. And I live not too far from there, like maybe a 10-minute drive. And I guess the proximity variable affected me, me even more, even though we've all heard about it. And I've always been bothered by, you know, wrongdoers of the world, whether it's murder, rape, or war, like, I'm, I guess I'm a bit of a utopian or kind of I'm idealist in that sense, but I just, I don't understand, you know, why somebody would want to inflict this kind of damage to somebody, and I just, I wasn't sure if I was relating to this girl as a friend or, like, older sister, but I just felt like I could feel her pain and just sat, sat there thinking, like, well, this girl probably has a prom coming up who's going to take her to prom, school kids are really cruel and immature, no one, they probably don't know how to deal with this, and she might get bullied by it, her parents are probably a mess, she probably needs therapy for who knows how many years, and if she'll ever have a healthy relationship, who knows, you know, and it's just thinking about all those things and the repercussions for some sick person to have, like, 10 minutes of weird pleasure, like, it just, I don't understand how any of it, like, how people operate like this or can do such harm to anybody and I wanted to write about it because I think it's important to write about messages that resonate on a higher level than just yourself and I think a lot of people can relate to being abused whether it was like family abuse or being bullied or being you know let go from a job without a good reason whatever it is like just being you know taken advantage of can has a lo- big spectrum that everybody can relate to and this was the mo- one of the more extreme ends and um i just think it's important that we can provide like support for people who go through such things 
and you make us think too. And and here's another song that that uh, makes us think. And uh, this is teachers. Sex here always wins. Small girls with big minds. We grew up torn. Be stronger, be wiser, but don't be who you are. I don't care what people say. Throw a little dirt on me. Time I play by my own rules. If it's good for you, it's good for me. I'm gonna be a dirty girl downtown who gets around with dirty boys uptown who only like some dirty girls downtown who only mess with dirty boys uptown. Like I said, that this is a song that that makes you think. So, wh- what's it about? The song the "Teachers" is about um, it's about challenging the ancient double standard on sexual behavior. And I just, I find that, like, throughout being a teenager, I'd notice, you know, dads giving high fives to boys my age for being, like, sexual aggressors. But then, you know, the same dads would tell their daughters, stay in, don't go outside. And so I just, not don't go outside, but, like, change that skirt, you know, like, kind of a very different um, mentality on how boys should behave and how girls should behave at such a young age. And um, also dating, like, you get people asking you, how many people have you slept with, and then if it's a number they're not comfortable with by you. And it's not that I personally have a number to be ashamed of. It's just I just found that, like, why is this like this? This is ridiculous. Because in the end of the day, men who are straight need women to comply. So why hate on a woman and make her feel guilty, you know, when you're trying to get that from her? It doesn't make any sense. It's a contradiction. And I just think we're at the day and age where slut-shaming and blaming women for dressing away for attracting attention or like you know just isn't shouldn't fly anymore and um i think it's slowly changing but i wanted to put attention to that issue well you certainly do uh do bring attention to that issue and, and the, the video that goes with it struck home and obviously as, as, as a man it's not something i've experienced but uh I, I recommend that everybody out there take a look at the, the video to that because particularly if you're a woman, um, you may see parts of your life in that, things that uh, society laid on you. We're talking about we're talking with Ari and her uh, debut album, Tunnel Vision, and the singles that she has released and her music and her art and her thought. And you can talk with her. You can call us at 347-215-7511, or you can email us. Several of you have already emailed us, so we're going to get to those emails, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Let's, uh, let's go some of these emails, Ari. Um, right. Keep in mind that this is not a live show, so don't call in. I played recently, and I played in May at an event downtown, and, uh, yeah, Kit is great. This project's kind of new, and I've been uh, more out here in L.A. lately, but I do have, you know, a little bit of fans up there. I just released the record, so it's kind of like the birth of it all now to see if, you know, people want to adopt me as one of their new favorite artists and come see shows. But, uh, yeah, I do play a couple of shows. I've played a few in Toronto so far. Okay, you're, you're part of the... Uh 
the huge numbers of uh, very talented musicians who come to uh, Los Angeles from Canada for the weather, I'm sure. Uh, as <laughs> weather and <laughs> like, like Maggie and others. Um, Riley, uh, no, this is uh, Regina in uh, Santa Monica, wants to know, are you pow- part of the women's power movement? Do you ever play at uh, women's events or in any of the women's festivals like Lilith? Um, I would love to. Please tell me how to apply to those because I'd love to be part of it. I should maybe get you to tell me again later, and I'll write down the names. I could probably look into it myself. But like I said, it's a very new, like I just, uh, I've only played a couple shows under uh, the name RE with this record, but I'm definitely looking to get involved into more festivals and um, women issues and women power is definitely one of my uh, topics and something that I support. There's a, um, uh, an organization uh, nationally with a, an L.A. chapter called Girls Rock, and we have Girls Rock L.A. It's mostly Latinas, but um, you might uh, check into to Girls Rock L.A. and uh, see if you might fit in there because it's, it's, it's designed to showcase rising female mu- musicians. Um, Great. Just wrote it since, down. Okay. Sincere, mm-hmm. I think um, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Sincere in Hollywood wants to know: Do you ever do you ever work with any of the charities fighting uh, human trafficking and sex abuse? Do you play at, at benefits? So that's something else I'd really like to do, and actually had my PR team start looking into places where I can play, and definitely would love to do that. So if you have another one in mind. Um, I am down. I really like to play charity events whenever possible. But um, like I said, because this is a new project, I've yet to like build a strong show foundation yet. Like I have a great show, I think, together, but I don't have a bunch of shows lined up, like charity shows and festivals, but that's the goal. I do have a, a free show if you wanted to get on on um, the guest list, or the private guest list for stayers. I'm back there July 21st, and it's not a fundraiser, but it's free if you want to come check it out. <laughs> you know, I, I I was at your your earlier show at at Sayers, and uh, you packed. And of like course, the July twenty first show has passed. <laughs> okay, so don't don't look look for free. Don't be looking for free tickets. So thank you, everybody out there listening to us in Southern California. Uh, tell them again what the what the date is. The twenty first of July. That's July twenty first, and that's a Thursday, I believe. I don't know the time yet. I'm likely playing about an hour set with the full band. I think we're going to do some cool projector art also. And uh, if you want to get on the private guest list, you can send an email um, with the subject and put me on Sayers List or something like that. And you can email music M-U-S-I-C, net, N-E-T, at gmail.com. So R-E-Music-Net at gmail.com. Okay, and you do have to be on the list there because uh, you, you you just can't walk up and buy tickets at Sayers. No, no, no. Yeah, it's a, it's a little exclusive like that. So make sure you know that you're 21, and then that you're on the list, and um, we can get you there. It should be a really fun night. Yeah, definitely 21. And incidentally, you know, it's odd because this is a very deluxe club. The drinks there are really inexpensive. Right? Uh, so. I didn't have any drinks. So I didn't know, but that's yeah, good well, to know. they are. All right. Now, now, of course, it'll be. Now they said that it'll be packed. Um, anyway, like I said, I saw you perform there, and I want to play uh, a little bit from uh, Tunnel Vision. This is the title song. Thank you. 
about your own life, which is kind of a brave thing to do. Do you get emails and posts and texts from fans telling you that you're singing about their life too? Definitely. And I think that is like the most rewarding part of what I do is creating music that connects and relates to people, you know, because it's like music connects people all over the world and you know, on different levels for various reasons. And most recently I released my song Time Machine, which is about a friend of mine who's been struggling with cancer for the past while. And when I put it out, I, I asked him permission if I can talk about, you know, what he's been going through. And um, when I wrote about it, I just, I got flooded with texts and messages from friends and fans saying, like, you know, somebody going through it or that they're sick right now and that really helped them and, you know, that they were, crying when they watched the video just not like mostly because they knew what the song was about you know so knowing the backstory and I think it's like it's your job as uh, an entertainer either to like distract or to connect and help people like you know get through what they're going through well you certainly have communicated that that well and I do do you get do you get posts or messages from people saying that you actually help them that your music actually makes them feel better I have, and um, this record's a little darker, so I think it has, like, glimpses of, you know, darkness and, like, depressing notes, but also with a lot of empowering moments. But, yes, I've definitely, I wrote a song years ago, or not on this record, but a different song, and it was about my grandmother passing away, and I got messages from people who said, you know what, this, like, I played this to my friends and family at my grandmother's funeral, and, you know, this song, like, really helped me get through you know, I lost my mother, and the song really related to me, and, like, you know, it means a lot, you know, because the song was about, um, you know, souls living on forever, and so wow. definitely, I've definitely been, like, it keeps me going as an artist, because it's not necessarily about, like, a standing ovation, or having millions of people follow you, or like you for superficial reasons, like really making an impact or helping people, you know. And that's the interview with, uh, Ari, and uh, we will be back on the air live next week. In the meantime, have a great musical weekend.